the geometry of the place was all wrong. One could not be sure that the sea and ground were horizontal. You're listening to Cthulhu and Friends, starring Stacy, Mike, Fred, and Steph. I am your game master, Veronica. Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Cthulhu and Friends, where nobody knows what happens. We're going to see what happens. I'm Stacy, and I play Bellamy. I'm Mike, and I play Todd B. I'm Steph, and I play Clara Carter. And this is Fred, and I play Edward Worthington III. Michael, what happened last time? Last time on Cthulhu and Friends. At the lab, Todd reads the test results from Carol's body. The results detailed numerous plant-like animals that seemed to feed off of blood. The crew briefs Beatrice, and then they head over to the Kempthorne estate. The younger Kempthorne brother explains that the chemical that they use in the landscaping recently stopped working. He tells them to talk to the eldest Kempthorne brother, Alan, who is at the hospital visiting Diane Becker. The group travels to the hospital and files into the elevator. And that's where we left off in the last episode. As soon as the door opens, I am going to step out of the elevator into the hall. And I'm going to say, which way are we going? Uh, never mind. I don't, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to go this way. I think the room is this way. We'll find it. It's okay. And I'll just start walking. And I keep going, not knowing if people are following me. <laughs> I follow immediately after her. I am just walking. So unless somebody catches up to me and directs me, I'm just going to keep going. I will do that by gently, like, nudging her in the right directions. Uh, it was fourth floor, right, first left, second right, all down hall, room eight. And then I will look at Todd and kind of shrug and do a grandiose, like, wave for him to follow them. I nod my head a little bit and hurry to catch up. Oh my god, this is the longest elevator exit. <laughs> it's a long elevator ride. ride so. Following an awkward <laughs> elevator ride, I think it's perfect. <laughs> so you get to the end of the hallway and there is a round room with a round nurse's desk in the center and along the outer edge of that circle they're just rooms and there are door numbers over them and you see on the left one two three four five six seven eight wrapping around so there are only eight rooms in there total let me know what you guys do are there windows next to the doors so you can kind of see into the room they are not i think i would go up to door eight and just lightly tap on the door in case Diane is in there sleeping. As you tap on the door, are you going in with like a full fist, like tap, tap, tap? Or are you just pushing a finger against it? Uh, Just a gentle little tap in case she's sleeping and it wouldn't be enough to wake her up. You see a nurse watch you just walk over to room eight and start tapping on the door, but your taps are so light that it really just kind of barely pushes the door open and you hear a man inside and he says, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that. Please just wake up. Wake up for me, please. I didn't know that it was going to do that. I would have never stopped if I knew. I just got out of control so fast and everything's out of control now. I love you. I love you. After he's done talking, I'm going to knock again, but louder this time. The nurse 
comes in front of you. Excuse me, ma'am. Can I help you? Uh, yes. We're here to visit Diane and Alan. Diane can't accept visitors that are not family. Are you family? No, I am the mayor pro tem, however. I am here with Detective Edward. Unfortunately, the mayor pro tem doesn't have the right to question an unconscious woman. Oh, um, ma'am, Detective Worthington here. Uh, We're actually not here to question Diane. We're here to question Alan. Um, we have some I important see. questions for him in regards to uh, both Diane's condition and other issues that are, um, let's just say, evolving around the island. Okay, I'll walk in and see if he can come out. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate you. She opens the door, and as she does so, you see that Diane is hooked into all sorts of machines She's really in bad, bad shape. It seems like worse than the last time that you saw her, but you just get a quick glimpse and then the door closes behind the nurse. In just a few moments, you see a tall man with a lot of stubble around his face He looks like he's been just crying profusely. His eyes are sort of swollen. Can I help you? Hi, um, Mr. Kempthorne, I'm assuming. Yes, Um, I'm Alan. Hi, my name's Clara. I'm the mayor pro tem. Uh, I was wondering if we could talk to you for just a few minutes. Sure. Okay. And he motions to the hallway not inside of this little circle unit thing ah uh, great thanks um so I, I understand uh, we, we spoke to your brother Sam earlier mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I understand you he's such a good guy oh yeah he's very nice very helpful um I understand you do the the landscaping around the island <clears throat> yeah we, we've had the contract for uh, many years, we uh, we provide quality services for affordable prices. That's great. Um, we we enjoy what we do. So he uh, Sam said they were seeming to have some sort of trouble with the, the compound. Um, that I'm sorry. What the the compound they use on the plants that it's not it's not killing off the plants um, like it did when you were. In charge. I'm. I'm sorry. I. I really only hear uh, rumors of what's happening outside. I've, I've actually not left Diane's side for what is it? Two weeks now? Three? Yeah, but it's totally understandable. I'm very sorry for your situation. Um, the plants are getting overgrown. I'm sorry. Did you come here? To talk to me about lawn maintenance. Uh, Alan, sorry, I'm I'm Todd. Hey, uh, okay. We have a different issue that um, some things that were happening might have been involved with um, Diane's daughter might be caused by these plants. Um, so we're we're kind of that wouldn't investigating. Be my fault. It's not. No, 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 no. We're not saying it is. We're just trying to see if if something had changed in in the chemical composition or something that that the things that you were you have been using aren't effective anymore. I I know this this is probably making very little sense right now, um, but it's really important because we're starting to have other issues that. Um, are really bad. What other issues? Other people have gone missing. Because of bad landscaping over the last few weeks? Look, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. But it is. The plants are very invasive and they're dangerous to humans. 
So with the upkeep not being handled, the island, the whole island is looking to be at risk. So what and you're saying is you're going out to bid. You're, you're, we're losing our contract. No, no, not at all. Of, no. We, then what? What do you want? We want your help. With we what? Need, with the plants. We need your help. Sam said that whatever, whatever you were using doesn't work if you're not doing it. If you could give us uh, a clue as to maybe what has changed with with the substance you guys have been using, and we could try to make it more effective so that Sam uh, can can start taking care of business now uh, so that way we don't have to bother you any further. I, I don't know what Sam is doing that's different than what I've done. Maybe you can tell us what you've done and then we can compare notes. Someone roll something. Can I roll assess honesty? You sure can. Okay, well then I will do that and I will stick a point into it. Okay. You need a four or higher. I got a six. You can tell that he is projecting this facade of anger to make it seem like the questions that you're asking him are more questioning the quality of his work and his craft. And he's really trying to make it sound like you're the one that's being rude, but he's just trying to hide something. And you don't quite know what that is, but he definitely doesn't want to talk about the compound, what he may have done differently for sure. So all of this anger seems to be an act. I would like to pull Edward aside. Hey, what's going on? Look, I get the feeling he's uh, he's hiding something. This anger that he's projecting, it's not just because he's upset at what's going on or that we're questioning his work ethic or whatever. He's hiding something. He he doesn't want to talk about the specific chemicals. I don't think he wants to talk about it at all. There has to be a way for us to press him without pushing him. I just don't know how to get there. Okay. Um, let me let me have a conversation with him. Uh, Mr. Kempthorn, uh, Detective Worthington, um, do you mind if we step off to the side real quick? Yeah, I, I could go for a coffee. How okay, about great. It looks like there's a coffee vending machine over here. Uh, uh, hospital coffee is not great, but I'll take anything at this point, honestly. Right. Um, let, let, let me just start off by saying I'm extremely sorry about uh, what you're going through. I can understand you must be under a lot of duress right now. Um, so as my science officer Todd informed you there is some kind of invasive for lack of a better term alien plant form that is taking over the standard foliage of this island from what I understand whatever compound you're using is what has kept this at bay um, I really need your support in this and I need you to let me know exactly what it is that you have done so I could provide this information to your family so that we can get ahead of this before it ruins the island. And I will use interrogation on finding out about the compounds. Okay. Three or higher. I did roll a five. As you get to the coffee machine, he slides in some coins, presses a few buttons. Look, I made a mistake. Um, hard to say so diane and i we we broke up um well i say we broke up she uh she broke up with me uh, i was mad i didn't just it's out of nowhere i guess but you know i i don't know i just i felt 
I just felt bad. And he grabs the coffee. And, um... In the contract... It, it it covers everyone on, on, on the island. It's residential, it's commercial, it's all of it. He pulls the cup up to his lip and takes a sip and he goes, Ooh, hot. Um, anyways, I, I didn't realize I've never not done someone's lawn. But I, um, I took her off of the list, you know, I I just crossed her off and, uh, you know, she lives like out in the middle of nowhere, right? So I thought, well, the crews won't notice, it'll be fine, you know, no big deal. And maybe she'll, she'll see that she needs me because I used to go there personally and take care of everything and, um, Lisa, she took calls from Diane and Diane complained that no one had come by to, to to spray the pesticides and to mow the lawn and I just told Lisa to ignore it for a little bit and uh, so we did and so now it's my fault that Carol's gone. You're not you're not gonna take me to jail, right? As he asked that question, I pumped two coins into the coffee machine, watch the cup drop, and it fills up with hot spewing dark liquid. Look, Alan, you don't mind if I call you Alan, do you? No, of course not. I know that you think that you somehow inadvertently harmed Diane, but you have to understand that what is going on right now is bigger than me and you, and we need your help. Whatever is in the pesticide that you spray on this island has been keeping something back. Now, I can't explain what that is. I'm no science officer. All I know is people are missing and there is some kind of plant life form that is invading this island and we need your support so can i trust you to come back with me and my friends to the kempthorne estate and if you could just get that compound going for us and see if we could do something to keep this force at bay You don't know what you're dealing with. This is... This is bigger than you. It's bigger than me. And you see his hand start shaking. And you notice his legs tense up. Look, I'm not going down for this. And he throws his coffee at you. High or low? I throw my arms up high to block the coffee. 56. You throw your hands up and you basically are just able to move out of the way, which he's sort of like, and he just turns tail and, and runs. I will chase him down and tackle him to the ground. Okay. He is a landscaper by trade and he's quite buff quite fast Edward was a lifeguard originally by trade (laughs) Uh, and will roll athletics to overcome this buff landscape artist four or higher I will use two points that is three plus two five total very good 
Um, he gets pretty far down the hall, but you, as he goes to go around the corner, he goes a little bit too fast and you're able to just kind of stay on course, keep yourself upright. He loses his footing and you're able to just tackle him against the wall. So I have him face down on the ground as I twist his left arm uh, up behind his back. I have one of my knees uh, on the lower part of his back and I pin him to the ground uh, and I would like to use another skill of mine, reassurance, and I want to have a conversation with him to calm him down and, and gain his trust in me so that we can work together to overcome whatever it is that he is running from. Okay. You will need a five or a six to make that possible right now. Five or higher. Oh, man. Uh, He's being arrested, so he doesn't feel safe. You know what? I'm just going to use all four points. I'm just going to. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) I don't want to. I don't want to like mess this up. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, yeah, that is a six. Okay, great. So let me know how you reassure him. His face is kind of just on the ground. Your face is right next to him. What do you say? Look, Alan, I don't know what you're running from, but whatever it is, it's affecting everybody on this island. Now you have an opportunity right now to make a decision. You can help me try to figure this out and I will protect you to the best of my ability or you can fail everybody on this island like you failed Diane. So I need you here with me right now. Can I count on you? Through tears in his eyes, he nods his head yes. Yeah. I pick him up, dust him off. I'm sorry about the coffee. It's fine. Look, let's go back to my group. Um, we have a lot to talk about on our way back to your estate. Yeah. We do. We really do. You guys meet back up, and Alan is pretty quiet for most of the time in the hospital. As he gets outside, you see that he looks around and checks the trees, checks the bushes. And he's like, yeah, things are, things are really out of hand. Uh, it's the spring, you know, the sea spring. That's a, that's a secret. The what? The sea spring. It's like a, <laughs> It's on the Kempthorne estate. It's this like spring. It it's full of sea water essentially and uh it's like beautiful. It's this rose-colored water. I guess there's like some kind of a mineral deposit or something. I don't know, but that's the one I've always used and it's worked great. So, I didn't know it was going to come to this, you know? Hey, neither did we. We had no idea. He nods his head and sort of slumps his shoulders over and just walks ahead of you until you get to the Kentthorn estate. Alan opens the gate and you all walk up the driveway. This is a little bit different than the entryway that you used. So you used the guest entry to the front door, which is beautifully manicured, all of that. And this looks great. This is not by any means in drab shape at all. It's just the driveway, right? It's a gravel driveway and the moon sort of reflects off of the bluish white gray rock and you just hear him crunching his feet along the rock path um watch your step 
and he steps off of the path. Um, so this is, this is where we go. And he takes you down a path to this thing that looks like a fire pit. It's really low to the ground. And in the middle, there's just this spring. And it just bubbles. That's weird. <laughs> What's weird? Um, and he takes a, a flashlight out and that's really weird. Um, it, it's normally like a pinkish color. Something must be wrong. It's not supposed to be clear like this. Uh, it wouldn't bother you if I maybe took some samples. Mm, of course not. No. Okay. <laughs> Please. I will do evidence collection. You don't even really need to roll for it. You can just... Okay. Yeah, take that. Yeah, I'm going to take, you know, some samples of the water, some samples of, like, dirt around the the pit itself. You hear the bell tower. It's 10 p.m. I confirm that time with my watch. Anyone that looks at their watch confirms that the tolls match up with their watch. It is 10 p.m. So wait, Alan, you said this spring traditionally has some kind of pink liquid that comes out of it? Well, it's water for sure, but I've always just thought it was, you know, like the tunnel or whatever it is. I don't know how springs exactly work, but, you know, it, it just... It was always sort of pink. Maybe it's from the weird. minerals. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay. Just like a special thing. In fact, Darius and I had talked about actually making this a tourist attraction, calling it the Pink Springs, but... <laughs> what a good that'll do if it's not pink. Um, look, I, can I interest you all in a beer or something? Um, I know it's late. I'm sorry, I'm on duty, but maybe the mayor or the science officer. I mean, uh, I would me. love one, but we probably need to get these back to the lab right away. Uh, but if if you all want to stay, I'll, I can go deliver these. Ladies? You know, I think my brother Sam is actually up. He could probably... He actually does a really good homebrew. You know, honestly, it's getting pretty late, um, and uh, we still have a lot to investigate. Uh, uh, just one last question, yeah. Alan. Was this one of the ingredients that you use in your compound? Oh, yeah. I always use the sea spring. See, look, and he puts his hand out and pulls it back to his lips. It's just somewhat salty. You can just barely taste the sea. Try it. So, would it be different than using just like seawater? Well, you can't use seawater. That's too much salt. Too much. Uh, it'll kill the plants. Yeah. Uh, this seems to huh. not just keep weeds away, but it also seems to feed the good things that we like as well. Um... But I'm sure that Sam used the spring. That's not... Would that have been <laughs> on your uh, instruction card? He said there were instructions that you left. Yeah, I can show you. And he walks past the spring and toward the garden house. I'll follow. This area looks familiar to you. It takes you a little while to get up there. It's a, a fairly large estate. He opens up the doors to the garden house. There are two French doors, unlatches them. And as he opens it, there's this huge gust of wind that comes through. And he's like, whew, ominous much. <laughs> and he kicks two cinder blocks in front of the doors to sort of hold them open. Um, and he walks in 
and he pulls on a cord and a light bulb turns on and you see all of the chemicals and compounds and uh yeah look right here i mean look these are the buckets and see there's they're also stained with the pink mineral and is the instruction card there yeah well. and you see it used the sea spring water hey uh alan just if i could get another sample from this bucket itself maybe that'll help us identify whatever this pink mineral is take a bucket i don't care i've got hundreds of these oh cool awesome thank you do we see any pink sea spring water that has been collected that is still available or has it all been like used and it's just empty buckets with like mineral crystallization crusting the buckets yeah it's all just crusting the buckets there's no water so to speak all right well alan um i really appreciate your support in this uh we're gonna look into this sea spring i think that's what's affecting your ability to mm, keep the landscape at bay if there's anything else you could think of uh please reach out to us at the station um and and once again i'm really sorry about what's been happening with you and with Diane and uh, if you need to ever talk you just let me know a bolt of lightning flashes across the sky and then you hear a clap of thunder and then the light clicks off did your electricity just go out You don't hear anything. He had a flashlight, right? Alan, turn on the flashlight. You hear this like shake, 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 shake. Click, 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 click. And then finally you see something in the corner. Edward, it looks familiar to you, but you have like this panicky feeling like you've seen this before. And then you feel the string of the light, Bellamy, touch against the back of your head. And then the light flicks on just for a second. And you see someone walking toward you, but it's so fast, you can make out no features whatsoever. And Alan is there with you. And then you hear another rolling of thunder, another crash of lightning, and the light flickers back on. That was weird. Is there another person there? There's not. Did you guys see that? I'm going in the house. I am very scared. Good night. Uh, Good night. And Alan walks right past you. Oh no, I'm I'm following Alan because I'm not staying in here. I am terrified. So I I'm like, no, Alan, don't don't leave us in here. I mean, you're the only one with the flashlight, guys. We've got to go. Okay. Real quick before I go, is there anything like dirt on the ground that would show any footprints? where we saw this figure evidence collection four you see very clearly that there are bird feathers scattered all around the buckets some of them have fallen into the buckets but they definitely weren't there beforehand Do I remember anything from the previous time loop? I don't think I had before, aside from deja vu. I mean, it seems significant to you, but you don't have a clear indication as to why that might be important. Okay. If you dwelled on it for some time, you certainly could gather those things. Okay. If I don't, like, 
remember it on the surface, I would bend down and pick up a feather. Okay. You pick up a feather. What color is it? It's sort of a blue. Like a dark blue. Almost purple. Hey, Claire, are you coming? Yeah. This is odd. Huh. I'll come along, but I'm going to bring the feather with me. There are feathers all around. The wind slowly starts calming down. It was pretty windy all around you. And you'll notice, as you walk past the spring, something's changed. First you smell it. And then Alan flicks his flashlight over the water. <laughs> Weird. Something must have... <laughs> wonder if lightning struck the island. That's crazy. But see, now you see. Pink. And you see the spring water has gone from clear to pink. Huh, I wonder if it has something to do with lightning. Does lightning normally happen? I mean, we were on an island, so I mean, we have pretty predictable weather. I mean, we know each night we get a little bit of rainfall. Sometimes in the morning we get a little rainfall. Uh, but, I mean, lightning and thunder, it's part of it, right? Have you ever been away from your estate and your job before? Sure. Like, taken a vacation, gone off island. Oh, whatever. yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course. Huh. And nothing went, nothing happened to the spring. No, of course not. Before. Okay. Look, chemthorns are special. We're not that special. <laughs> it's just theorizing. <laughs> While they're talking, I will go to the spring and get some of the pink water. While this is going on, they notice Edward is not with them. Edward is still in the chemical shed. I look down at my hands and I see that I've pulled out my weapon pointing at the corner where I saw a glimpse of whatever it was. Realizing that I pulled out my gun inadvertently. I holster my weapon and I look down at my shaking hands. I wipe a couple of tears that fell onto my cheek and shake my entire body as I go back and join the rest of our group. Edward, a few moments after you've all stopped to look at the spring, rejoins the group. He looks visibly shaken. Edward, are, are you okay? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, it's just been a long day. I, th I think um, it's probably best if we just head back to the station and <sighs> see if Todd can enlighten us with what this pink sea spring water is and how we can use it. Yeah. Hey, Alan, uh, before you go, do you have mm. any extra flashlights that we could borrow? Oh, yeah. Um, let me let me hop into the house real quick and I'll grab one for you. Um, you're free to come with. Oh, greatly appreciate it, friend. He jogs ahead of you, runs into the house, grabs a couple of flashlights for you, and sends you on your way. Awesome. Thanks, Alan. Anytime. Don't hesitate to uh, come back for that beer sometime. So we get back to the station. I head to the lab. I would like to run tests. Chemistry tests. Okay. Three or higher. Six. Naturally. So that's a seven. What you got there? Uh, hi. Hey. 
so uh, we were looking into the planimals thing. That's yeah. that's what we called the plant animals, mm-hmm. and the chemthorns who do the the yard work around here, landscaping. They had a special ingredient in their spray that kept the the plants at bay. However, it stopped working recently. So we went and did some digging and found out that it came from this kind of spring on their property, but it was this pinkish water. Now, we don't know why it's pink, but initially it was not, and then suddenly it started uh, started up being pink again. So I grabbed a sample, and I'm going to see what's in it pretty quick here. Cool. Let me know if you need any help. I'm just across the way. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. We haven't met yet. I'm Clara. Hello, Clara. Nice to meet you. Hi. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, my name is my name's Tess. Oh, hi. Great to meet you. Yeah. Uh, Bellamy's I- mentioned you. <laughs> Bellamy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have just said nice things about you, though. Only. <clears throat> just that it was very nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it's nice to have you here to help with the samples. Yeah, you could stick around and probably like supervise Todd because sometimes, you know, he gets a little out of hand. Supervise? You know I think I will. I think I will. Yeah, that's oh, a good that's idea. That's nice of you. Mm-hmm. She hops up onto the counter. And it just sits there, staring at Bellamy. Now I'm awkward. <laughs> so I'm just like, at first I'm looking at her, and then I'm looking everywhere but at her, but still trying to kind of look at her. And then just like awkward, walk to the other side of the room and like shuffle papers. <laughs> Probably Todd papers that he has in a specific order for a specific reason, but I'm like over there trying to make myself busy. You're alphabetizing things that are in numerical order. <laughs> Got it? <laughs> Pretty much. Understood. Um, so, y'all liking the island? You know, except for the time stuff and the deaths and... Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, except for that. Sure. Uh, I agree. About the time stuff? Have you experienced that too? Oh, I'm out of space and time, so yes, absolutely I have. I'm sorry, what? Uh, I travel through space and time. Holy shit, there's another one! I immediately put down what I'm doing and walk over to Tess. Okay, so, but how? How? Uh, We need to know more. You can't just drop that. Can't tease a guy like that. I'm fucking kidding, (laughs) y'all. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. You're like a time lord or something. <laughs> Isn't she great? She's so funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. No, you. No, no. No. Well. Well, anyways, I'll get back to the science. Yeah, you get back to the science. I'll... I walk into the room. Hello. Hi. Hi. I don't think we've met yet. I'm Tess. Detective Worthington. Nice to meet you. But you could call me Edward. Okay, Edward. I sit there and I sip on my coffee that I got from the station. And I look at Tess. And then I look at Bellamy. And I look at Tess. And I just sip my coffee. So... Uh, Todd, how are we going to weaponize this uh, pink water of yours and take this island back? I'm going to go get some coffee. Ooh, I'll come with you. All right. Can you... They're already gone, aren't they? They're gone. Absolutely, they're gone. (laughs) Okay. Has any results come up yet? You get some results back. And you are very clearly going to have to do a couple more tests 
because it's not like you can put this into a computer system and just magically figure out what you're looking for. What exactly do you think it is and what kind of test do you want to run on it? What do you think it is? I think it's blood. You do. That's what Todd thinks. Yes. Okay, so Todd, so you're running some sort of a test to see if this is blood, in fact, right? Yes. Okay. So after you run the test to determine whether or not this is, in fact, blood, a few minutes after you put the samples on whatever types of papers and do sciencey things, weird sciencey things, the result comes back positive. This absolutely is blood. Uh, I, I don't know if this is good news or bad news, frankly. Okay. That pink water has blood in it. The spring water? Yeah. Oh, no. Wait. But it that's like uh, a continuous well of spring water, right? Yeah, like... We signed the manifests. Yeah. So is there now another person missing because it's pink again? It's been maybe not working for a while, right? And then suddenly started working again? Interesting. So not signing the manifests is connected to whether or not the spring works, which is connected to the plants not getting... I mean, I I don't know that for a fact, but coincidence, I mean, it could have also been lightning. Could it, though? Do you think electricity would cause blood to get in the water? Like... Could it hit a whale? (laughs) A whale. Um, I think it's more likely it's all connected, and signing the manifests provides the sacrifice, which feeds the plants and keeps them at bay. Well, here, um, let me see if we have any actual blood in the lab. I would like to just see if there's any human blood at all in this lab. I don't know why there would be, but since we have a morgue nearby, it's totally a thing that could happen. Todd begins searching through the various vials and looks into a refrigerator, all sorts of things, looking for blood. And he steps out of his lab to go into the morgue area. And as he steps out... Out of the corner of his eye, he sees Tess and Bellamy hardcore making out against the wall, like just really pushing each other up against the wall. At one moment, Bellamy is lifted up and Tess is just all up in everything. I'm just focused on finding some blood and I walk out into the hall and I see this scene And I just twist my head like, what? And I walk straight into the wall. And that's where we're going to call it. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be a fun start to an episode. Uh, Into the very next episode. (laughs) And we'll see you guys uh, after a a quick Uh, Do you want to do the fun thing, though, real quick? Usually you ask us if we had a good time. Oh, yes. Yeah. I I mean, for you. (laughs) I mean, Uh, Bellamy Did you guys and gals and people, did you all have a good time? Hell yes. Yes. We did. I think we're (laughs) really starting to connect the dots. I actually feel like we're being (laughs) successful for once. We're doing investigations. (laughs) I really feel like you guys are winning. You're winning at life. You're winning. (laughs) 
they might not die. Sixth case is gonna start up. <laughs> and suddenly you're like, how do we have seven cases? I don't understand. What? They're gonna be like, but what happened to Todd? <laughs> <laughs> Who Todd? <laughs> this episode was produced and edited by Hiroshi, and the opening and closing theme was created by Rob Anderson. Find them on Twitter at maybe Hiroshi and at potentially Rob. You can find the rest of the crew on Twitter as well. V is at typical Veronica. Mike is at one gaming lane. Fred is at I think I'm Fred. Steph is at Starlet Firefly. And you can find me at definitely Stacy. As always, you can follow the show as CAF Podcast and find a permanent link to the Discord in our bio. Want to take a look at the clues, information, or photos the cast stumbled upon during the recording? Head on over to our website at www.cafpodcast.com and click on the link labeled The Show at the top of the screen. If you want to help support the show, please share us with your friends on your preferred social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can also back us on Patreon by going to www.patreon.com slash cafpodcast. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out some of Geekly Inc.'s other shows, such as Inks and Issues, Cast of Thrones, and Transformation Sequence. Hey, Creepers. Hope you enjoyed that episode. The whole crew wants to make each release special for you all. And that's thanks in no small part to the incredible people who help support the show on Patreon. Special people like Alexandra Krozoska, Kareen Taylor, Jacqueline Bittner, and the most sacred of cows, Michael Urban. As always, please let me know if I've mispronounced your name because we all want to make sure you get the credit you deserve. Thank you again, and I look forward to bringing you and every single creeper out there more calf goodness. <laughs> <laughs>